And so this evening we look together to Acts chapter number 2. The Bible tells us that immediately after that wonderful occasion of Pentecost, the Bible tells us of the blessedness that was evident in the church verses 46 and 47. I'll ask our brother to read. The Bible tells us that after that wonderful occasion that the people that daily they were in the temple and, and in every house encouraging one another, edifying one another, evangelizing the lost and exalting their Savior. <laughs> In Acts chapter number 5, certain of the disciples had been put into the jail. And yet being released, the Bible says in verses 41 and 42, our brother reads. Now I shall ask our brother to lead us in prayer. This evening there are several observations that I make from these early days of the New Testament local church. I notice first daily ministry. Daily ministry. 
The Bible says daily in the temple and in every house. Now the Jews continued to enter into the temple uh, with their sacrifices and, and following uh, the Levitical code. They continue with their ceremony and their ritual. Their religiosity. But the Christians, they come daily into the temple speaking of one who is the Lamb of God. Testifying of him who was not only the sacrifice but now become their great high priest. What a contrast we see between religiosity and relationship. What a confrontation between religiosity and reality. As the Christians, they enter daily into the temple. In the temple, in every house, some of the sweetest services that I have enjoyed with the people of God have been in their homes where little churches gathered together throughout the countryside of India. Sometimes the believers, they filled the few rooms until they had to sit so close to my very feet as I stood and I preached. They lifted their voices until their neighbors could very easily hear their praise. Sometimes inside the home, Sometimes on the roof of the house. I remember one evening when we were having a service on the roof of the house and we had only the skies above the, 
the very heavens as our cathedral ceiling. No chandelier or light fixture was ever as beautiful as the stars above. Daily in the temple and in every house. Daily. How wonderful ought be the Lord's day to the people of God as we gather together. As we celebrate the resurrection, as we gather together on that first day of the week, thinking of the empty tomb, and rejoicing in the resurrection life that is ours. And yet might we daily see the wonders of God in our midst. We oftentimes look back to the last Lord's day. But might we have a ministry that continues daily? A church rightly remembers big days. We just celebrated anniversary here this last Lord's Day. But however many big days we celebrate, might we rejoice in the working of God day by day by day. Might we greet every day rising in the morning with anticipation of what God might do. And let us never lose that excitement that is ours when one saint after another stands to give testimony of what God did just the other day or maybe yesterday. Might 
ఎంతో ఆసక్తి కలిగినటువంటి క్రైస్తవులుగా విశ్వాసులు ఉండవలసినటువంటి అవసరం ఉంది how wonderful the testimonies of god's people when they speak of what god is doing day by day ప్రతి దినము కూడా దేవుడు వారి జీవితాల్లో ఏం చేస్తున్నాడో ఆ విషయాలు వారు పంచుకుంటున్నప్పుడు అది ఎంతో గొప్ప మరి ఆశీర్వాదకరంగా ఉండగలదు i think of daily ministry and i think of distinguished believers when we think about the early church of course we think about peter on the day of pentecost manamu aadi ma christo sangaru ni jaalochinappudu pentecost dinamuna we think of paul the great missionary james and john soon come to our mind but in chapter number 6 the bible says that need among the people became obvious the grecians were complaining murmuring against the hebrews because their widows were neglected on this occasion the bible tells us that there were those men that we identify as deacons who were chosen from among the church mari aa sandarbhamlo parichaluluga manamu pilichetavanti kontha mandini sangamu yerpodu chestundi they did not seek some title or office whereby they might be lords over the congregation mari vaadu oka pratyekamainatuvanti oka bindu lekunda oka pani ani kaakunda vaadu aadhinga gurtinchabadi vidhanga pelavabadinatuvanti vaadu ikkada kanapadaledu they did not seek to be exalted among men manushula madhyalo mee baada hechinchabadali ani vaadu korukunatuvanti vaadiga varaledu instead they gladly they gladly they were honored to take unto themselves that title which means servant daniki baduluga vaaru aashpadindi entante ishtapadindi entante memu evarikaina kuda ippudaina kuda parichariya cheyadaniki maaku ishtamu kabatti meu paricharakamu anipinchukodaniki pelavabaddanike vaallu ento aashakti kalpinchar deacon servant but from among those men there stepped forward giants aithe aa vidhanga yerpatu cheyabadinatuvanti paricharakulalo undi kondaru chaala munduku vellinatuvanti vaariga pratyekata kaliginatuvanti vaariga manaku kanapadutunnaru who distinguished themselves by their faithfulness వారి యొక్క నమ్మకత్వము చేత వారు ప్రత్యేకించబడిన వారుగా వారే ఒక విధంగా ప్రకటించుకున్నట్లుగా మనం గమనిస్తూ ఉన్నాం ఐ థింక్ దీకన్ నేమ్ స్టీవెన్ హు డైడ్ యాజ్ అ మార్ మరి వారిలో 
హత సాక్షి మొట్టమొదటి హత సాక్షి అయినటువంటి స్టెఫెలను నేను జ్ఞాపకం చేసుకుంటున్నా his very name being so attached to the martyr's crown కాబట్టి ఆ విధంగా అతని యొక్క పేరు మొట్టమొదటిగా ప్రభోయినటువంటి యేసు క్రీస్తు కొరకు మరి ప్రాణం అర్పించినటువంటి హత సాక్షిగా అతను I think of another, I think of another from among them named Philip, Philip who's called the evangelist. Philip is the only man in scripture who is actually called an evangelist. Yes the Bible says that a pastor is to do the work of an evangelist but none other is given that title save Philip in scripture Philip the evangelist Aithe sangakaparana padinatuvanti vaaru kuda swartha chestaru kaani Philip maatrame swartikudu aneyatuvanti peru lekhanallo ivvadinatluga manam gamanisthunnam I think of that occasion when Philip was laboring in Samaria మరి సమరయ ప్రాంతంలో ఫిలిప్పు దేవుని యొక్క పరిచయం సువార్త అందిస్తున్నాడు గాడ్ వాస్ డూయింగ్ అ గ్రేట్ వర్క్ త్రూ హిమ్ అతని ద్వారాగా దేవుడు గొప్ప పని గొప్ప కార్యాలు చేస్తున్నాడు బట్ గాడ్ స్పోక్ టు హిస్ హార్ట్ అండ్ సెడ్ యు ఆర్ టు గో టువర్డ్ గాజా అయితే నీవు గాజా మార్గానికి వెళ్ళమని దేవుడు అతనితో మాట్లాడుతున్నాడు సూన్ ఫిలిప్ వాస్ టాకింగ్ విత్ ద ఇథియోపియన్ యూనిక్ మరి ఆ విధంగా చెప్పబడిన తరువాత వెంటనే కూడా వెళ్లి ఈ ఐదియోపీడైనటువంటి నపుంసకుని కలుసుకుని మాట్లాడుతూ ఉన్నాడు జీసస్ సెడ్ ఈ షాల్ బి విట్నెసెస్ బోత్ ఇన్ జెరూసలం అండ్ ఆల్ జుడియా అండ్ సమారియా అండ్ అంత ది అర్మోస్ట్ పార్ట్ ఆఫ్ ది ఎర్త్ ప్రభువైనటువంటి యేసుక్రీస్తు ఈ విధంగా చెప్పాడు మీరు యెరూషలేమును యోదయమును సమరయమును బోధికంతాల వరకు నాకు సాక్షులు ఇస్తారు అని we see philip in Jerusalem and then laboring in Samaria and then with this Ethiopian unit that to the Jewish mind would remind him of the uttermost part of the And so we see this evangelist being used of God to lead the church into the Great Commission. కాబట్టి దేవుడు ఇచ్చినటువంటి గొప్ప ఆజ్ఞలు నెరవేర్చడానికి గాను సంఘం ద్వారాగా ఈ పిలుపు ఆ విధంగా నిర్ణయించబడినటువంటి వాడుగా కలవబడినటువంటి వాడుగా కనబడుతున్నాడు you say i do not have such a place of opportunity even as a deacon మరి నాకైతే అటువంటి అవకాశము అటువంటి మరి పిలుపు నాకు లేదని కోసినివు no such place of service in the church i think of a young maiden named rhoda her name means a rose a rose ame dani yokka bhavamu 
And how sweet was the fragrance. Do you remember when Peter was in jail? Believers gathered at the home of John Mark's mother and they prayed. God delivers Peter and the apostle he goes to, to the house where the believers are praying. Rhoda hears his voice at the gate and she is so excited that she goes back and tells the other without opening to let him in. She said, He's here, the Lord has delivered him, he's out of prison. And the other said, it can't be him. He's in prison. That's why we are praying. We wouldn't be praying if he weren't in prison. It can't be him. That is exactly what happened. Read the story again. It can't be him. He's in prison. That's why we are praying because he's in prison. But she insisted. She persisted. And soon the church rejoiced. I see a young maiden in the church that the Lord was pleased to use. I think of a young man, his age, we are not certain. Paul had been taken captive. A certain group of men were intent on killing him. The Bible only introduces this young man by saying he was Paul's sister's son. I do not know how old he was, but he must have been rather young. The Bible says that the soldier took him by the hand and led him aside. I think of the distinguished believers. The distinguished believers. You'd say yes, Peter, James, John, Paul, Barnabas. John Mark and, and Apollos. But I tell you, my friend of those servants in the church, of the young maiden 
of a little boy whose name is not given. God was pleased to work in their lives. I think of daily ministry. And distinguished believers. But then I think of divine appointments. Divine appointments. Those moments that God schedules in our day. Those appointments that God has assigned to us. Do you remember how our Lord said that, that he must needs go to Samaria? There at the well of Sidekar, he met a Samaritan woman. He offered her that water that quenches the thirst of the soul. It was a divine appointment. He said, I must needs go through Samaria. The church was reminded that God is still pleased to bless in those moments that are divine appointments. Philip was being wonderfully blessed in his ministry in Samaria. God said to go toward Gaza, which is desert. Why would a man leave such a successful ministry? To go into the desert unless there was a divine appointment that was waiting. There he sees an Ethiopian eunuch standing in his chariot. Maybe he is giving the horses a rest. Maybe the wheel fell off the chariot. We are not told. But we are told that he is reading from the words of Isaiah the prophet. Maybe the thoughts in his mind had just so taken a hold of his heart 
that he had to stop and open the scriptures and read. Whatever the specific details of the circumstance, it was a divine appointment. And so Philip makes his approach. The Ethiopian eunuch, he served under Candace the queen. Such a government official himself would have had the most beautiful of horses to pull his chariot. I know so oftentimes there are little things that we miss and, and we don't consider, but I want you to think just for a moment of those beautiful horses that must have been pulling his chariot. A man approaches. The man's name is Philip. The name Philip means a lover of horses. Some may wonder if that has any significance at all, but I say to you that so oftentimes the Lord, even in the smallest of details, that oftentimes we do not even notice, He prepares for a divine appointment that awaits. Maybe a divine appointment that awaits you even tomorrow. Maybe a person that crosses your path. I have had the privilege of preaching in big meetings. My schedule stays rather busy on both sides of the world. But God has reminded me again and again and again that He is still pleased to bless in those moments that are divine appointments. There have been those occasions when God scheduled something on my calendar that I did not even realize was going to happen. 
ఆ యొక్క కార్యక్రమాల ఆ పట్టికలో కొన్ని విషయాలు దేవుడే నిర్ణయించాడు వారికి నిజానికి ముందుగా నేను గుర్తించలేదు అనుగా ఉన్నాను just a few months ago my wife and i we were traveling to a meeting where i was supposed to preach nenu mari prasanginchavalsinatundi sthalaniki konni nelavu kettamo nenu naa bhaarya peduthunnam we still had some distance to travel inka konna dooru prayanam cheyalsinavaranga unnam i was supposed to be there for the service that night aa ratri akkada aaradhanalo nenu kachithanga undavalsindi my wife said to me I would like to stop at this special store because they have these little cakes that I like. మరి ఎల్లేటువంటి మార్గములో ఒక షాప్ దగ్గర ఖచ్చితంగా మనం ఆగాలి అని నా భార్య నాతో చెప్పడం జరిగింది. There are these little cakes we call them muffins. These were called suzi muffins suji muffins are kalabade twenty cakes akkada dorukutunnayi dani kosam aagalani aan adigindi we had to get to the meeting that night aithe aa ratri samayaniki meeting povali i said to my wife we have just enough time we can stop and we will get to the suji muffins kabatti nenu annanu sare namaku chaala samayam undi kabatti ikkada aagochu veladam anna We went into the store and we could not find the Suzy Mathis. There was a man that offered to help us. So he searched and we searched until together we found the Suzy Mathis. కాబట్టి మేము కోరుకున్నటువంటి వెతుకుతున్నటువంటి ఆ యొక్క కేకులు దొరికే వరకు అతను వెతుకాడు వెతుకాడు అప్పానికి పట్టుకున్నాడు మై వైఫ్ అండ్ ఐ వి గాట్ అ లిటిల్ బిట్ ఆఫ్ ఐస్ క్రీమ్ అండ్ వెన్ అవుట్ సైడ్ టు ఎంజాయ్ ఇట్ మరి నేను నా భార్య ఐస్ క్రీమ్ తీసుకొని బయట కూర్చొని వాటిని తిని మేము ఆనంద ఆనందించాలని బయటకు వెళ్ళాం వి సాట్ ఎట్ అ టేబుల్ and noticed a young lady that was sitting at the next table mari memo ka mari balanadu kuchuni tintunnam aa tarvata akkada unnatundi maroka balanadira oka yavarustharalu kuchunundi she had a cup that said something on the side about global missions mara avi kalugunnatundi aa yokka kappu meeda global missions anetundi maata raayabadundi we had to step over there and, and speak to her and, and and we told her of how that we uh, go to india and she was so very excited because uh, she prays for india and, and and she loves india and we talked together mari aa sandarbhamlo adi chuchina vendine kodam nenu na vaari indrani kodam adikku velanamu aanto maatladam jarigindi alage maa parichayam gurinchi bharatadesham gurinchi maatladinappudu aa entagaana santoshinchindi endukante ame bharatadesham gurinchi ento bharatho prarthinchinatundi oka yavarasuraluga memu gavarinchagalam so my wife and i we quickly went to the car so we could go on and get to the meeting maraatharavathame ventane kuda car ekki memu yavarasuraluga sabhasthalaku vellam the first night i preached at the meeting after the service a man came up to me and he said to me you don't remember me do you 
He came up this close to me and he said, You don't remember me, do you? So I'm staring him in the eyes and I say, I am so sorry, I meet so many people. And he said to me, Susie Muffins. I realized that's the man that helped us to look for the Susie Muffins. The last night I preached, that young lady that we had met at the same store, she came the last night I preached. But she didn't come by herself. She brought two others with her. I'll never forget when she introduced me to one of the young men. She said he is from Japan. His English is not very good. I don't know how long he's going to be here in America. But I asked him if he would come tonight. When I walked up to the platform to preach, and I introduced them to the rest of the people under the tent where we were meeting. I said this of that young man from Japan. I said God has brought him all the way from the other side of the world. I said he doesn't know it yet. But God has brought him from the other side of the world just to be in this service tonight. After I preached, I stepped down from the platform and I walked toward the back. The other young man said of our friend from Japan, he said, he wants to know what this means to be born again. And I had the privilege of leading him to Jesus Christ. When he went back to Japan, I wrote him a letter and I said, I will be praying 
that as the Lord brought you across my path, that God will bring somebody across your path. One of my favorite little gates is Susie Muffins. <laughs> Because God reminded me, He often reminds me, He is still pleased to work in the lives of His people during those moments. That are divine appointments. Our Lord met a Samaritan woman on an occasion that was a divine appointment. The church was reminded that God was still pleased to schedule those divine appointments. When we have opportunity to serve, when we have opportunity to preach, let us be diligent. But daily, daily, day by day, might we ask of the Lord to give us such a divine appointment.